Hello. If you're looking for deep truth and authenticity in a world that feels more and more artificial every day, you've come to the right place. If you're in need of a breath of fresh air, welcome. I'm Bianca. I'm Regan. And this is a Breath of Fresh Air podcast. Today, woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, today we're going to start with a thought of the day, which is once you realize the heights of your greatness, you will no longer lay down and allow anyone or anything to put its foot on your neck. So beautiful. So powerful. You know, I think um, especially for me lately, just this huge healing of, of worthiness is something that I've been going through for like weeks now. It's taken a long, you know, it's like, I mean, I think or something we're always doing, but really stepping into that authentic worthiness I am who I am like deep though you know what I mean oh how deep <laughs> like even you know I think it, it changes it changes things you know we're kind of talking about this before like especially when you start creating you know art and I mean this is an art but I, I think also like creating content like this like videos and podcasts and starting to put it out there into the world when there's so much programming of, I mean, like deep unconscious programming of how it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to be presented, how it's supposed to look, what you're supposed to do, you know, on deep levels that as you, it's only when you start actually creating and putting stuff out there that you start to come up against these like things that you maybe didn't even know you had, you know, that's something I run in. I think all creators probably run into that. And so for me, I've really been pushing like, just really being really, like really challenging any like I guess beliefs I have about well you know I should do this or I should do that mm. those shoulds can just get in there and just like nestle in your brain because what are we comparing ourselves to what what standard you know there's no standard but there's this idea that there is that there's like something we should be doing and there's a right way that we should be doing that thing that we think we should be doing and that that we can never measure up to because it's just this like amorphous idea and it's not even real. So we're holding ourselves against an unreal standard and then judging ourselves based on the inability to live up to it. And it sounds obviously unhinged, but we I think all human beings do it if we're honest. Yeah. Yeah, And that's the key, is the honesty and the authenticity of even admitting it, you know, very openly, you know, what, what it's like with what we're going through with, like, these boundaries that maybe we didn't even know we had. Yeah, the honesty is, like, it pulls so much up, the honesty and the authenticity, because it's, like, you know, we could hop on here and be, like, so we meditated for four hours today. <laughs> <laughs> we're flying high. But as you say, I love what you say when you say it's not either or, but both and more. Am I getting it right? Yeah. It's like sometimes it is like, oh, I had this really cool moment of like felt like bliss. I felt blissed out. <laughs> and then it's like, boom, I felt so human and I felt so vulnerable and like I could crumble. And it's like could happen all in the same day. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's so beautiful, like what you're saying, because like more because more and more, it's so funny because like, I think that's part of something where so many of us are, are conditioned with, you know, is um, 
you know, having this, these masks, it's like taking these masks off that you, you have to be so honest with yourself that you didn't even know you had, you know, even like I was, I feel like I've always, you know, as to the best of my ability, you know, we're all doing our best, been a pretty authentic person. I've never been like purposely really putting up masks. It's more like, like unconscious, um, like coping mechanisms, I guess, that we come up with, you know, that when we're, when we're young, often we don't even realize, you know, until it's like, wow, you know, am I really feeling this way? But what I was going to say is, I think there's so many people, you know, so many, um, it's just this old way of being where it's like pretending that everything, that you have everything figured out. And that's such a weird illusion because none of us really have that. We're all really in the same boat. We're literally all in the same boat. And so it's like this strange illusion of separation. I think that happens when unwittingly people pretend that like they're always happy or like everything's always figured out. So then people on the other end feel like, well, I'm not always happy. So there's something wrong with me. Yeah. It weirdly made me think of like this moment where it's like I was having a moment of like pitying someone or like not even a, a specific person, but like, for example, if someone wears something odd in public, whatever that means, then people are judging that person. And it's like, oh, I feel kind of bad for that person that they're getting judged. But it's like, actually, I kind of feel bad for the people judging them. Because why are you judging them anyway? Who is really, you know, worse off? The person who's being authentic and dressing quote unquote odd or the fact that, you know, you feel the need to judge that person and make yourself superior to them in some way. That really speaks to like something going on there more than the person wearing what they felt comfortable in, if that makes sense. And the other thing I thought when you're talking is like, there's a mask that we wear even to sleep. Some of us, we just sleep in the mask. We don't ever take it off. We never even look at ourselves authentically, which is kind of what you've touched on a little bit. Like it can be this just this unconscious thing where we don't even realize that's not even me. That's not even actually me. I'm not even being real with myself. Oh my gosh, that is really so beautiful because that is exactly what it's like. And I think if we're being, again, honest with ourselves truly um, on this spiritual journey, this is something that this is literally part of the human evolution that we're in right now is like, you know, it's like taking these masks off that we didn't even know we had, you know, that, that, that we're, we weren't able to see before. And as we like come into, you know, greater awareness, we're really able to see it, you know, and it's like, it's painful to see it and to take the mask off, but it's actually, I think, well, it is certainly more, more painful to keep it on because you're going to, keep draining yourself trying to keep up with this facade for your ego for other people you know for, at this at the um sake of your soul yeah what came into my head was you know uh like a fake flower the petals never fall but they're not real so what what are you willing to trade for this idea of perfection, your real self, is it really worth it to trade our true selves for an idea that can never be real? Because perfection is not real, it's an idea. And I love what you say about it being more about wholeness 
and wholeness is all all of it, not just one side or one aspect of the self. It's all of it. The shadow, you know, I've heard someone mention like the exalted shadow, even which is when you admire someone else and you don't realize that you also have the potential for those qualities. And so you're not only projecting out the the quote unquote worst part of, part, parts of yourself, but even the good parts you're not owning. Mm. Yeah, wholeness. I think that really is the key word, honestly, of this theme that I've definitely really been like so focused on right now, you know, and it's not, it's not, it doesn't even really feel like me. It's really just this, what I'm experiencing is like, and I think, you know, you're feeling it and many are, many are feeling it. Maybe that is part, I think of the that Aquarian energy is like no more like acting in like these illusions, you know? And another thing I was thinking about recently is it's like, we literally are in a, and I've only just recently thought about that. So I'm sharing this as I'm thinking about it, but oh, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, we're inside out. It's like, we're literally inside out because it's like, we're it's we're it's so inverted to this point where like we're trying to like our insides are out I don't know tell me what you think about that <laughs> what does that make you think I it makes me curious like what 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 do you see when you say that in your mind what do you see when you say we're inside out it's like we're um <sighs> the way that we're I guess trying it's kind of I guess in a way like trying to find that God source outside of ourselves mm. instead of realizing that it's inside mm. um because we're living this strange time especially now it's almost like at a peak where like you know with the internet and like all this information and all these constant influences everywhere in our faces it's like it creates a really strange environment that I think we're all just kind of so like programmed into we don't even realize how much of our energy we're constantly giving away like consciously but even unconsciously like even like the constant um, you know, this is, I think, a good example not to get too on, on a tangent, but go for it. Um, you know, like recently, I never really used to do this, but, you know, I sometimes I start listening to like positive affirmations, not even just so I can listen to it, but literally so my subconscious can hear it. And I real and it makes me actually, as I'm doing that, realize how different it, how I, it really does affect me a lot. And I realized that it's not very often where our subconscious is really even, I feel like receiving things like that because we're always constantly inundated with like ads and advertisements everywhere on billboards, on signs, on, you know, our phones and TV and everything like that. And we don't realize like many, many times, almost always to the unconscious, it's almost broadcasting the unworthiness frequency. And we're just so used to receiving it. And how exhausting that actually gets to be. You're like receiving all this, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. And I'm sitting here trying to tell myself, I don't need anything. <laughs> but I'm always in this environment where it's like, oh, no, you need this. And it's like, it's really intense when you start to dive into what your unconscious is receiving out here. It's like, that's kind of what I mean, I think, by like inside out. It's like everything, it's just that, I guess it's another way of just this inversion where it's like we have this whole world within ourselves 
but we're literally so like being spread thin into this outer world to a crazy degree. Friggin', that was so beautiful. Okay, <laughs> just the way you expressed that was really beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that so authentically and so just it was so real. It made me think of uh, this Carl Jung quote where it's um, the one who looks outside dreams, one who looks inside awakens, which feels like what you're talking about, right? Like it just, that's what it made me think of. It made me think of a lot of things. It also made me think of our good guy, Garen Jones. <laughs> I was listening to a, a, a podcast of, of his, well, he was on and he said, I realized I was facing the crowd. I was a conductor and I was facing the crowd, but I had to face the music. I had to turn and face the music. Mm. And it felt like that was a very resonant, right? Similar messaging of like almost when we're living from the inside out, it's like we're dictating our actions based on responses instead of from this internal place of like, no, you're conducting, right? You're, you're doing that. So it made me think of those things. I think there was one more thing, but it was so good. Everything you said was so good and so real. And I felt that. I really felt that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, thank you for receiving that and inspiring that with this conversation. Um, yeah, it's it's so crazy. It's so crazy, I think, what we're going through right now and like this massive shift from just the... It's like, I think a lot of it also is just like this slow you know, again, kind of like boiling frog um, experience from like the entertainment industry. It's like, there's a lot of like conditions and ideas, expectations from that paradigm that I think like, you know, we're going to the really this new paradigm, this new age, you know, especially as, you know, you know, trying to be like spiritual people going into this, this new consciousness and sometimes it's, I guess that's part of taking off the masks is realizing like these conditions of that we don't even realize unconsciously. We feel like we, we have like trying to bring this, some of these old paradigms into the new and it, and it actually just doesn't work. Like it's weird. <laughs> you're so on it, Reagan. I don't know if you feel how on it you are, but you're so on it. Like that's so true. Like it's like getting a new house and trying to use your old house key to get in it. The locks are changed. It's different locks. We're unlocking different things now. And so it's not even that you were necessarily always wrong for using a key, you know, that you're trying to use now, but it just doesn't fit anymore. And, and it's, we're always having to readjust. We're always evolving. Mother earth herself is evolving. We're, we're all in a constant state. It's interesting being human. We're creators who are still being created, you know, so it's like, it's okay if it doesn't work. It's better if we realize that. And then we're like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. What can I do? And it's really when we get that frustration, like it has to work. It worked before that we run into so much inner turmoil and it can create suffering. And it makes me, I'm thinking so many things based on what you're sharing. <laughs> but I, I saw, I, I read in a book, I think it was literally a book called Self-Compassion. And I didn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> wonder what that means <laughs> it was a good book but you know I think the, the author defined suffering or certain kinds of suffering as pain times resistance so 
you know, sometimes the pain we can't change, but sometimes the suffering that we feel we can. It's like, how much are we resisting the pain? And that might be the degree to which we're suffering. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. That, I mean, that's, that's a little, I'm so grateful for just God's source constantly, like coming in with like, you know, like how you just described that, because it, that is something I'm just more and more, I mean, it really is this lifelong study as a human of like that balance of, you know, you feel pain. It's inevitable. You feel pain here. And so how can you like, what's the way to, to really navigate that? with complete like authenticity and realness and not hiding or trying to escape it, which is something, you know, I think we all really like want to do, you know, it's like a knee jerk reaction, like, but also, um, so not trying to escape it, but, you know, also like, like feet, like full on feeling it and receiving the message in the most graceful way possible without, you know, perhaps also without evading it or without, um, you know, just dwelling in it, you know, or like really getting pulled into it. Like, you know, like it's, it's a really fine balance. You know, I feel like that's my lifelong study, honestly, more than anything. (laughs) Wow. I can't, I can't wait to read the the thesis statement. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) At the end, you're like to be continued. <laughs> it's just until until humanity is truly like totally in the fifth dimension and maybe even still then I think we will be learning this skill. <laughs> you know, if I I I love this conversation, Reagan. Like I really do. I I love this conversation and it it's making me think about you know, sometimes people feel like they're a failure because they're not defining success for themselves. And they're not defining what they're working towards as an individual. So success is actually really relative. And if your goal is to learn, we're pretty much always successful as humans. Because if we're doing anything, (laughs) we're learning. Whether we want to or not, you may try to close your eyes to the lesson. But you're learning something. It's there. You you can look right there. Learning something right now. I'm learning so much from this podcast (laughs) Um, to make it more literal. But like. You know, every day has something to teach us. Every moment, really, you know, to get very philosophical about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, I think sometimes that's what's hard. People feel like they can't be successful if they're authentically themselves. But it's because you're letting some idea define success instead of defining it for yourself. So, like, you know, a successful morning to you might look like I got out of bed and I brushed my teeth within three minutes versus like scrolling on my phone. And that's valid. And that's awesome. Celebrate your version of success, you know, like even if it doesn't look like anyone else's. Mm, That just, again, hit the nail right on the head because I feel like that is something I'm just experiencing so much. And it's like I'm experiencing it in my life, but I really feel like it's also like just the whole collective, you know, it goes, it just ties in so perfectly with what we're talking about because, you know, it's, that's the thing about starting to take off these masks and, and express yourself and share yourself freely with the world is it's like, you know, it it gets to this point, at least for me, where like, you know, I I can't wear the masks because it's just too excruciating. It just doesn't feel real. Mm -hmm. And but also to go forward totally authentically it feels way better naturally but 
it is very edgy still it's it is like, uncomfortable because it's like I guess what I'm trying to say is like more and more I'm trying to understand that it's not just me being weird because it feels like that to my ego it's like I'm just being fucking weird and <laughs> but really you know I think a more appropriate way in this sense is like seeing it as being a pioneer because we are going into a new time where like really truthfully nobody wants the old Hollywood entertainment fake stuff anymore it's just a fact it's literally killing people I mean it's like it's draining people's life force energy because it's like it just it doesn't resonate anymore and then trying to force it it's just such a mess so it's like it's interesting how like coming into this new space of truly truly being authentic because another thing that ties in with that is like I've been hearing this a lot literally in my own head and like just seeing it is like you know that's part of the Aquarian age as well it's like this is like not a guru age you know this is like very much like we've had gurus we've had idols we've had these things that is so also not the point so it's like not being authentic to try to present yourself in a way where you'll you'll please people and they'll like you and yeah they'll they'll want to whatever look up to you in this weird way it's like it also doesn't resonate it's like we're all human beings you know we inspire each other by really being who we are and breaking that mind control of like I have to present a certain way. I have to be this way. I have to do this thing. Like, it's just so constraining, you know, again, such a box trying to cover our limitless God force energy that we really aren't. Your one-liners are literally out of this world. <laughs> you, say that, you say that again, the last part? Um, you know, I feel like I'm not even saying it. Relimitless. You said relimitless God source energy putting putting ourselves in a box is that what you said yeah that's a, that's the way that like the these boxes these boundaries these conditions the matrix itself this is really how i'm starting to see it more and more contains our infinite source love light that we really actually are and we long to be and we long to see in each other that's so good oh one of those things that just like hits my brain and it's just like medicine <laughs> Such, you know, that's something that I've been I've been thinking about recently, and was pop, popping up in my head. Or talking is the truth will shall set you free. That idea, honestly, like there's so many levels of truth to that. And sometimes it's just like I experience that when we're talking. Like sometimes a truth resonates so deeply it frees me from my thoughts. My thoughts just quiet down because the truth is it just like drops a bomb in my mind. <laughs> But also, the truth will set you free. Like your true self will set you free from the masks. Will set you free from the boxes. Will set you free from the limits you're putting on yourself that aren't really—they're not limits in the sense of like they're there. They're limits, like the sense that you make them there to keep. And I think sometimes we want to keep ourselves safe, and that's why we're putting these limits. Like I don't know what happens if I just step outside and like exist as I am, you know exactly that's really beautifully said you know because i think it's the our egos you know that that's the part of us that wants these limitations that wants these boundaries to be safe because it's like oh god you know i can't just go out here and be myself but then but we live in this time you know especially for those of us who are on our conscious healing path of um like 
are we are it's like it's it is an option because we have free will but for the sake of again like not suffering it's actually kind of not an option for us to just be who we are and listen to our soul what our soul is asking of us and that's what it what it comes down to i think is like our because our soul is asking us to radically unapologetically be ourselves authentically from our heart and that's what wants to come out. And that's what needs to come out for ourselves, for our sake, and for all of humanity. That's truly, I think, one of the greatest ways we serve our brothers and sisters. But so we know that. But at the same time, it's so uncomfortable because, like, there's that part of us that is truly, you know, so afraid of afraid of that. And I think we have to be so compassionate with that part, which can also be hard because it's like it's just a lot of drama. It's a lot of pain. It's a lot of trauma. And you're rapping today? <laughs> it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of pain. It's a lot of trauma. Dude. <laughs> Dropping bars like, keep going. What's next? <laughs> it is so funny. It's so true, right? Like, it's like we're going. 500 kilomile minutes we don't even know how fast in one direction and then the ego is like oh, <laughs> and it's like breaking and moving and breaking and moving and like feel like you're breaking and moving at the same time it feels like it's gonna break you apart and it's like dude it's insane <laughs> <laughs> as you said it's a lot of drama it's a lot of pain it's a lot of trauma oh my god <laughs> Maybe that'll be our first single together. <laughs> that's gonna be the oh, like the jingle for the show. <laughs> a breath of fresh air, but then we're defined by like <laughs> terrible. No. I love it though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot going on all at the same time, and intense. It's intense in both directions, and that's what's like. Oh. <laughs> It really is. It's so wild. That's why it's like, and it's so funny because I think like the more you really lean into it and be present with it as best as you can and like not try to necessarily distract yourself from it, you know, like for me and my lifestyle, like I feel like I'm really busy, but I'm actually really not. Like I really, you know, I spend a lot of time. I feel like as much as like even when I am doing things like being, and I think that's actually when you really feel it the most and it's like, I feel like I'm losing my mind sometimes because it's like what is going on with like just the the intensity of like this shifting this evolution and you know I think that's again why it's so important even though it's so hard because I think there's not really a whole lot of people still willing to be I mean more and more people starting to be fully authentic but at least like from what we've seen like it feels so edgy to be fully authentic with what we're going through because it's you know, still like kind of a pioneering thing um, to be honest about it, you know, to be honest about what we're going through instead of this old illusion of like, oh yeah, my life is perfect. I'm perfect. Everything is perfect. You know, got it all figured out, you know, when that is, it's just not true. You know, we do tap into those states and I think we should, you know, in a way strive for those states, you know, strive for that evolution it is possible you can't experience heaven on earth here. And I think we should push those things. But I guess what it is, is like, but the journey to get there is not always linear. It's not always clean. It's not always what we've been shown it is. So good. 
And also, it always happens now. 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 Like, it's not then. It's not in the future. It's now. And I think we have to ground that in, too. And that's a constant. Like you said, you, you practice being consistently. And that you say so humbly. <laughs> but, like, that is a... I, we joked one time, and me and Reagan said we, we were playing life on hard mode. But <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic I think what's the cheat code but um it also made me think about how you know you're like saying it feels like I'm losing my mind but I think it's because we've been grounding here we've been grounding in like our mind but we need to be grounding in our heart so we actually don't need to be fixated or like holding so much energy up here it's time to like really get in our heart center because that's really when that authenticity is it flows so much easier and so much more naturally um, also. So that's what the ripple effects of what you said did in my, my head. That's how I view it. It's like you throw a little stone that's your thought and then the ripples are like, <laughs> it is like that that's like I feel like that actually is like astrally accurate of like what happens when you talk it's just like okay throw it to you I'm gonna catch it <laughs> but that's a really good point about the heart that's a really good point because that is where the magic is and like we have been so in our heads and I know I'm always so in my head and that's why it's so maddening sometimes because it's like the noise in your brain you know it's like and again like some of it's you some of it's not even you. I mean, it, there's so many things that affect our thoughts and our thinking. Yeah, as you mentioned earlier, you know, like, it's what I, I love it because it's so synchronistic that, like, we're talking about noise in our head and there's background noise, but I think it's so synchronistic. Like, I'm not mad at it. It's like illustrating the point perfectly. It's like, how do you have a conversation and there's like noise? <laughs> And sometimes the noise is our own thoughts. Sometimes the noise is other people's opinions. Sometimes the noise is what you watched. Sometimes the noise is like, and I, you know, that's a whole other thing because it used to be more centralized what we watched. It used to be cable and, and news. But now with social media, it's a lot less, like, almost regulated. So you can go from, like, laughing to crying really fast. And that's also a whole other thing and what that does to your mind and, and how you recover from that kind of thing. But yeah, it's like we have we have to shift into letting go of that illusion of control that is the mind. And I think that's a huge thing too in being authentic. It's like I'm not in control. That's not what's going on here. That's not the point. That is so true. Yeah, it is. That's so beautifully said. Is that letting go of that control and realizing it is such an illusion. I mean, I think that's part of like going into this higher energy as well is like, it's, it's like, it's so trippy, you know, especially, I don't know, it's interesting, because I feel like for us, you know, we're, you know, in the younger generation, we're kind of being born into this time that already is so meta where we're like, there's almost just an energy in the air even if you're not spiritual you already you know on some level that you're like having a human experience whereas like I feel like you know decades ago it's like you were literally just living the human experience and now it's like I can't remember where I was going with that it's it's just it's so it's so strange it's a very strange time to like 
<laughs> the, what we're going through. I, I, it'll come back to me. I forgot what I was gonna say there. Yeah, no, I get. I felt that though. Like it's like you're like doing something. It's like you're the you're the Sims character, but you're aware you're the Sims character. Like you're like, I'm cooking food on Earth, and I'm eating eggs, and this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that exactly reminds me of what I was going to say, because it's like, you know, and I think that really, it's like the spiritual journey. It's not just for spiritual people. It's something we really are all. And it's like, there's almost not an option anymore. Like, unless you're literally going to like, the only way to avoid it is probably literally if you like submerse yourself in like an AI reality, like maybe then you can like, but any other way, I don't think there's even any way, which I don't know why you would even want to do that, because it's a beautiful journey. But like it's just so strange it's so meta but especially when you are when you start surrendering to it like this that's when it starts to be like it's it's such a shift shift in consciousness because it's like you're not really like you're not in control you're literally not in control you're literally a soul in a body and you it's like it's almost like you got to follow what your soul is guiding you to because it's guiding you to your greatest joy it really actually is but then like in this evolution we're like going from very human to very soul and soul so it's like these um the this process is just that's why i think it's so important to be so authentic because it's fucking intense i mean yeah <laughs> that, did i cut you off no no that that is it i it makes me think like oh that saying like what happens in Vegas like that's what this this is feeling like <laughs> this whole human experience is feeling like some wild wild stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> you what you said made me want to come back to the the thought that we started with which is once you realize the heights of your greatness you will no longer lay down and allow anyone or anything to put its foot on your neck that is what we started with isn't it Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I wanted to circle back is one, what you said, and two, because I, I have a question for you, and I wonder your thoughts on this. What are what your experience has been? What has your experience been as like you're a very authentic person? What is it like for you when you maybe encounter people who aren't living that way? What has that tension been like, and how do you navigate that? Mm, that's a really good question. It's one, it's interesting because I feel like, you know, it's um, you attract, you know, your energy. So I feel like I really don't come into contact very often, actually, with like inauthentic people, you know. I mean, again, we're all learning to be more authentic, but I don't. Um, so to come into contact with that. It's strange, you know, it is strange. I think it's just important to you know, try to have patience and mercy with people, but also, you know, yourself, you know, not putting yourself, like not, um, I don't know. I, I think the shielding also definitely helps. Like for me, it's like, it's very much like, I think I've become very aware of like being generous, but also not being like over giving with my energy because, you know, that was something that I used to do for so long that it like literally like, chronically depleted my energy that took me for a long time to recover so I don't um I don't know if that that's just kind of what's coming up but just like not being because sometimes you know I think especially as a, as somebody who's maybe an empath or when we see that you know again we we might feel sympathy and go out of our way to try to like I don't know does that make sense 
Yeah, it might go out of our way to try to like fix it. <laughs> exactly. When it's like, you know, we can lead by example and if they're open, we can help them. It's always good to try to help if it's it's an option, but also like not I guess like not really being judgmental, just kind of like I've really learned, you know, and I'm still learning this, but like it's like there's such a high you really have to allow people to be who they are. Like and that actually is some the most healing thing you can do for them. That's love. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like honoring that free will and saying like, I love you enough to recognize like, you have a right to your free will. Like, I mean, that's just, that's the, that's a human right. As a being, we all have the right to free will. And I mean, that plays hugely into authenticity, but also, you know, like you have the ability to not live authentically if you don't want to. You know, if God gave you that ability, who am I to like war against that? It's not really my place. You know, and you it brings up a really interesting point. I didn't know how to say it, but now it's like you said that I can kind of see the words of like, that's another interesting thing about this journey is like, you know, because I see this in myself. So I see this in myself so much that I can understand it when I see it in other people is like, you know, there's a lot of truth to, you know, everybody is doing the best they can based on their experiences they have. Um, you know, that's why m maybe there are some people who are just evil and they really are just malicious people. But most people, even if they are like that, it's because they are so, you know, traumatized and, you know, it's messed up their perception of how they see themselves and others. Um so, you know, that's an extreme case, but so it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, maybe, maybe, for, maybe I have a mask, for example, that I don't even, I'm not, it's still unconscious. I'm not even aware it's there yet. So maybe it's not necessarily authentic to my soul, but it's kind of authentic to the present moment because it's all I am and know. And for me to try to like bypass it, it it's just, that would actually be inauthentic in a way. <laughs> That was so profound. I'm shook. It's almost like, do we have a choice but to be authentic? You know, because who we are being is a reflection of like who we are being in that moment in time or in that phase. So are we kind of always being authentic in a way? <laughs> That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. It's almost like being present. It's like, you know, you can be really, really distracted from the present moment, but you're still here. <laughs> you're you're like Jedi mind tricking me right now. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> well, these are the conversations I have with myself when I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Call me. This is so. This is so amazing. <laughs> I feel, what do you call them, synapses in my brain just, like, recalibrating and, like, making new new neural networks just happen <laughs> in my brain. Um, yeah, like, it's an illusion, actually, that you're not authentic and also an illusion that you're not in the here and now. That's it. We don't even need to make any more episodes. That was... <laughs> that just changed my life. <laughs> Same. I haven't been able to put it into words because like that's the, especially for me, like making like music or like content like this sometimes when I get into that nitty gritty, trying to get into those depths that are so like murky and muddy. I'm like, am I being authentic? Am I this? Am I that? Am I this? Am I that? I don't know what I am. And then I'm like, 
And then my higher self is like, just be like, just, just be, you can't not be you at this point. Like just do it. <laughs> well, it like goes back to that thing of like, it's all you. Wholeness. Wholeness. It's all you. And like, you can't really get away from yourself. Right. And it, and then it makes me think back to the quote that uh, the Carl Jung quote, the one who looks outside dreams, the one who looks inside awakens. So you know, in the old paradigm, it's that we were all projecting our shadow everywhere and all the problems were outside of us. And I think now it's like something you said before we even started. It's this introspection of like, now we're all looking within ourselves, like what's going on in here? The solution isn't actually to try to fix the people around me, fix, but it's to like really look in here and spend that same amount of energy on like working on myself, which is the only thing I actually have the ability to respond to responsibility i love my therapist wrote that down i love that responsibility is the ability to respond i can't mm -hmm. control someone else's actions and i shouldn't even really try but i can control what's going on in here but then the conundrum in my mind is like at what point does it become like okay this is a point you hold yourself accountable and this is the degree to which you should hold someone else accountable because you don't want to also shame yourself and scapegoat yourself when other people do do something wrong. Yeah. It's hard to reconcile that for me. It's an intense one. You know, I think our relationships with, well, relationships in general, you know, honestly, you know, everything is a relationship, everything, even within yourself, but relationships with other people is definitely a very intense experience, especially, you know, with, you know, how do I not harm them? But how do I also not, you know, harm myself and not, you know, do no harm, take no shit. It's like so important to like find that balance that you just kind of have to live through to learn. I asked you a question and then I answered it in my own mind. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. I love that so much. And literally it's so profound. I mean, and I, I have to say, I feel like Carl Jung is in the room with us. Like, not that we're even in the same room, but like in the higher realms, because you keep, you bring him up. I feel his energy so much. Like he's a big part of my awakening. And even what you're saying, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but it's literally, it's literally stuff he talked about, about like, like he kind of, even I don't, he, he knowing him, he would definitely not call it a prophecy, but you know, it was kind of like a prophetic thing that he talked about, about how like, you know, we would shift into this time of like, all these outward like images were literally going to be within us and you literally just explained that so i'm like goose bumping it out right now <laughs> whoa <laughs> that's wild i've always really resonated with carl young but i i was thinking the other day i was like i want to have like his works leather bound in my personal library <laughs> but apparently all thin already so <laughs> that would be a bonus but yeah the the answer that came in my mind it was like the question I had was like, how much should we hold ourselves accountable and how much should you, I mean, accountability, like people should be accountable for themselves, you know, but, and really only other people can be accountable for themselves. I say that as a recovering, like codependent, empathic person, <laughs> this is me healing. <laughs> but the answer that came to my mind was like, it depends on the degree of power that you want to have over your situation. Um, because it makes me think back to Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. <laughs> I love Spider-Man for real. 
and the quote that Spider-Man always says is like, with great um, power comes great responsibility. But then Mark Manson flipped it and said, with great responsibility comes great power. So with that in mind, the more responsibility I take over my life and my situations, the more power I actually have to change it. So I guess the answer to the question is it depends on the degree to which you want to have power over the ability to change your situation. If it's everyone else's fault, then you're powerless, essentially. Yeah, and I think that's the core of the mind control because so many people are very much, you know, I think almost a lot of people are like kind of empathic type of people. So it's like there is actually like a there actually, you know, I mean, it naturally happens, but there's definitely also an agenda for like to turn people into victims and make people feel like victims, like they're powerless and to have even an identity. You know, I've seen that really strongly around, you know, people, I feel like especially well, I think it's just more blatant in like our generation of like trying to play the victim role. And it's so disempowering. I mean, it's so disempowering. You know, we have to really, it's such a, it, it, that's one of those things where the truth sets you free, but the truth can also sting a bit at first. But it's like when you have that responsibility over yourself, over what happened, you know, but that's when you have your power back. And that's when you can really do some powerful things in your life and for humanity yeah i think it's like the way that i process it is like it's definitely possible to be victimized right but victimized kind of pinpoints to a place in time like something happened but being a victim is an identity and like then a mentality and then a way of like being and living and that's not what anyone really wants you know because it's like if something happens in a point in time, like if you, for example, hurt your knee, okay, you hurt your knee in a point in time, you're going to have to recover from that hurt knee. But if you never like get past it, then that event never really passes. Mm. That's really good. Now that's a one liner. <laughs> that's so true. I don't know. I, I feel like it's in, it's important, right? Like someone's pain is valid. Like everyone's pain is valid. It's just a matter of like, do you always want to be in pain or do you want to see the other side of this? There's another side of this. It's available to you. Um, it will mean like if you're having that, that bond to victim mentality, you are going to have to trade that in or, you know, the empowerment. You're going to have to let go of that for the empowerment. And that's not to say you weren't hurt that your pain didn't matter and that your pain is invalid. But it's to say, like, are you ready? Are you ready? I People have attributed this to properties. I don't know if he said it, but it's like, before you heal someone, ask them if they're ready to give up what makes them sick or something to that effect. And it's like, you know, you can have healing, but are you ready to give up the identity of being someone who's ill? Are you ready for that? And that's a real question. And it's, it's not to invalidate that you've been sick and that, you know, that's real. But there's, there's more than just this. Are you ready for that? So much love in what you just said. So much true love and power in what you just said. And I think that's so important. You know, I never want to gloss over that because it is true. You know, I mean, there is, I mean, crazy atrocities that happen on this earth and have happened. I mean, crazy stuff and infringement that happens on a daily basis. You know what I mean? And that's real. And that is something we do have to that is valid that we do have to understand you know i think that's like again like 
that balance of like it's like because it's like you can almost look at it like just get over it if I take your power back or you could look at it and like no this really happened but it is that balance of like it did really happen you have to you know go through your own journey you know I mean you have free will but it's like you do have to go through that journey to to heal that and to express that and to all those things you know all those things that have that come up like you can't hold it back or resist it you know like the sadness the rage the anger the hatred even you know what i mean and that's a really painful thing to feel it actually is really painful to feel hatred you know especially when you've been victimized and you have that in your towards your aggressor or towards whatever it is but i think there is like you have to kind of like admit it and feel it and let it go because that's when it can it can move and it's no longer in you so that makes you know what I mean yeah yeah as you as you were talking I can't wait to listen back to this because as you're talking I felt in my spirit a message so I felt what you said but later I'm going to go back and really resonate with what you said but the message that came through for me was like a lot of people hold on to pain and hurt because they're waiting for someone to see it and if you're listening and you're waiting for someone to see it, I see you and your pain is valid. And not only do I see you, but like source energy is ready to hold that is holding that space for you already. You may not feel it, but you're seen, you're valid and you're loved. And, you know, you don't have to wait anymore for someone to see you. You are seen this whole conversation. Right. Like sometimes we don't realize like the things we went through are actually the gold that we've been looking. We thought was stolen and lost. But actually, it's just like we were, it's like we were mining, we're allowing that spiritual essence to just be refined to a degree that we can't even imagine. And there's so much value and preciousness there that like when we look in, we'll see, oh my gosh, like I thought I needed that. I thought I needed this. I thought I had to go there. I thought this person had to approve of me. But the gold was here this whole time. And sometimes people with stories that they think are awful and don't like you weren't valued and people didn't treat you like you mattered. Like you have no idea how precious what you have to offer is and how valuable it is. And that you don't need anything outside of you. Like you have something that no one else has to offer through your authenticity. And the gold is there. The gold is in you. You are the gold, really. Mm, that is such a beautiful message. I just feel so much from that. I have to let that sink in. I'm just so grateful. It is so important to be seen, and it is. It is. You know what you're what you're saying. It just makes me realize too. Like in my, you know, in my life, like when I look back at, you know, what was the hardest thing? Like when I was, you know. Um, you know, kind of talked about this in the last video, like for me personally, when I felt that, uh, just when I was just like so victimized by this experience, by this person, um, you know, it's, 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 it's so much, you know, it's so much to try to put into words, but ultimately just what I want to say, cause you made me think of it is like, even though that was so hard and dense and I had to go through this whole journey of like what you're talking about, I can honestly say like that's so true because it's that experience even though i never would want to go through that again i'm so grateful i had it because it really did without that experience that i would not be who i am today i mean i would not have the wisdom and the strength and the power there's just no way that i would have that if i hadn't have gone through that 
And you're truly, you have such a, you, it's so funny because like we one time we were talking about our music and I was like, I feel like I look like I might make like intense, like, ooh, music and I don't, I, and but you like, you might make like light dating music and you're like making more songs and I'm like, whoa, this is sick. Wow, Reagan, cool. Like, I love it. Yeah, it's that fierce, it's that ferocity, you know, I think that's also something that is a part of all of us but it's like especially again as a codependent type of person it's like you kind of have to like refine your own ferocity sometimes i think that's kind of taking it in another direction but <laughs> that is that is funny and i'm so grateful for those i really am so grateful for those experiences and the things i've learned and you know i think to even on, even on a deeper level because it, it is i know for all of us I think that's one of the hardest things about life and even being human and spirituality to reconcile is like, how can such horrible, unjust things happen here? You know, and there's a lot of reasons for that, you know, and it has to do with, you know, why we're here and, and why we're, you know, you know, I think honestly why we're here to be in assisting the earth and the human race of the hijacking and the, the you know, horrible things that we've fallen into as, as a human race here. But that again is like a whole other story for a whole other time. But, but when we come into this life, you know, from what I understand, it's like we do kind of we do have soul contracts at times, yeah. and we do have things we want to experience, you know, for our soul's evolution, for our purpose, for our expansion, and to assist the human assist humanity and all the horrible things that have happened here. It's like when we're able to so courageously so lovingly as a soul agree to come in and take on that burden so that we can experience it and hopefully if we you know remember i think that's mostly our, our soul's point is to experience this stuff firstly and then be able to go on the journey and transmute it however we can that is like that is the most valuable thing i think as a soul again for our expansion and as a piece of puzzle in helping humanity ascend you know from all the murder and war and rape and trauma and all this crazy stuff that's going on with the human race for hundreds of years thousands of years you know it's like when we're able to experience that and 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 work through living it out which is so painful and intense but you know we agree to do it when we come here when we're able to do that what a gift we've given to humanity because we've created a blueprint by our own way, by our own path that we had to walk ourselves, not even knowing, we've created a way now for other people to heal that within them as well. That was so beautifully expressed and only a way that you could have expressed it from your soul and your heart. I was over here like, soul contract, can we get our money back? <laughs> is, there a re is there a refund? Because I don't think this was a like hold on a minute <laughs> but at the same time it's like yeah I think I agree I, I that that resonates with me like there's this idea we come in like I want to do this I want to grow in this way and this way but I think the thing about the the world is that there's also chaos and free will and some of this stuff is not necessary and people are going wild it's like if someone the movies like the purge have you ever heard of those where the idea is like they take all the rules away it's like that's what earth feels like sometimes like y'all are doing this is not necessary this is actually not what we signed up for y'all are taking it the extra mile but in the worst way possible and so sometimes violence is senseless 
And sometimes these things don't have a reason that's for the higher good at, you know, on the surface, right? Like it wasn't contracted. It wasn't supposed, quote unquote, like, like this wasn't in the plan. But I think what's beautiful about what you said, because I say that because some of the things that happen are just unfathomable, like, whoa. But I yeah. say that this, there's so much power in what you're saying, like when you redefine that, like, okay, this is like, now I'm d- defining this moment in my life instead of letting someone else define it. This is going to be fuel for me. This is going to be like going to elevate me. This is going to take me to the to the, the next level or whatever that means. Or this is going to take me to being deeply grounded within myself or redefining what my life means, whatever that needs to be for, you know, the person, but just like the power in redefining, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's such an amazing point because it is true. You know, it's like Earth is a loony bin, dude. It's like literally insane. Like, I mean, it blows my mind and I agree so much with what you're saying. Like, it's not, there's a lot of things that are not necessary or contracted, just horrible infringement that happens here. And that is why I've, you know, I feel like I've had to take this approach because it's like, it's kind of that warrior spirit of like, it's like, I have to rise, you know, as a soul. It's like, I have to. I'm so silly today. I'm sorry. I'm over here like, for Sparta. <laughs> exactly. No, I love it. It's so true. <laughs> I love that. And I love this. Literally, like, it's always, we're always laughing. And I think that's, like, you know, so important to just, just always have the humor about you, even in these, like, crazy times. But, yeah, it's like there's almost no other option you know i mean there is it's like you can kind of just stay in that rock bottom but to me at this point from what i've grown from you know from just i think honestly just my soul it's like it's like that there's a saying like i'll find a way or make a way that is the way i i live because i think that's our how all of our souls are and it's like that's that fierce that's that ferocity i feel it's just like I will rise. Like, I will rise. Like, I don't care. Yeah. No question. No option. Yeah. It's just like, there's no other way. It has to be eventually, you know? (laughs) You're so so rad. Look at you writing songs, (laughs) like filming a podcast, and just being like badass all at the same time for free. What? (laughs) It made me think of this. I I thought this other day and I wrote it down. Sometimes the valleys give you the momentum you need to reach new heights. And like you're saying, like, you know, it makes me think of that game, Tiny Wings. I don't know if you ever played it. It was like a phone game. And it, like the whole game is these little hills and dips. And you basically play the game by building momentum. So like you start and you do a dip. And the deeper the dip, the higher up you go. So that's kind of what came in my head. Like sometimes the valleys give you that mm, that you need to get to the new height that you're trying to reach. But regardless, whether that's a value you agreed to or someone threw you in the ditch, that idea of like, I'm not like I'm rising. I don't know what you thought this was, but this is who I am. And this is who I'll always be. No matter what situation I'm put in, I'm going to rise today, tomorrow, as long as I'm here. That's just what it is. Ain't no valley low yeah exactly though exactly it is and and that's the warrior spirit that's the i think that's the warrior spirit as as a soul it's like and again to be authentic i don't always feel that way you know there i have my moments where i'm like 
man, what the fuck? This shit is literally like just too much. Like this is really insane. Like never again. <laughs> but then like, you know, it's like I moved through that and you know, it's like I always come back, you know, I always move back into the soul warrior spirit because it's just like there's no other option. It's just I it's it has to be. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm talking big and bad on here, but I also in those moments I'm like Hold on a minute. You said we can't get a refund? No <laughs> refunds. Okay. Are you sure? Did you check? Did you you talk to the lawyers? Whatever, spiritual lawyers? Okay. Um, can you rip it up? Okay. No. Um, I guess I got to do this. All right. I guess I'm in it. I guess I'm here. Wow. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of times where I'm like, no way, dude. Like, this is more intense. It's, I don't know. It, like, feels like going to an amusement park. And like that roller coaster looks really cool from the ground and you get on it and you're like, no, 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 no. This didn't look like it went that best. <laughs> like, are you sure the seatbelt's going to hold me? I think I'm about to fly out. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I love it so much because it's so true and it's so authentic. And it's so what people need to know is that they're not alone because that's another illusion is we feel like we're alone, but we're so not alone. You know, and that's something this eclipse has made me feel is like, what is it? It's almost like pruning, you know, it's like a, a sharpening or a pruning. Cause it's like when you have moments like that, like I just had moments like that, honestly, throughout this eclipse, it's just been kind of back and forth for me. But it's like, every time again, I go in that valley, I come up even higher. So I even just had a moment and it's funny to me cause it's, it is comical. It's like, and, and even, you know, that's another point that I've been really kind of integrating into my life is like, I think it's so important to, to try to make things fun. Even these horrible things, it's like when you have a spirit about like just being fun, having fun or comic comedy about it, it really helps so much. But literally, I was like, just like, like just feeling my, like nothing even wrong. Nothing is going wrong. Like nothing. Everything is fine. But like literally just me feeling in my body. I'm just like, dude, existence. What is existence is pain. I mean, it's like, why? What is this? Like, you know what I mean? It's like this literally is like the worst. Like. <laughs> And it's funny, but it's like, I really feel that way, but it's like, it's funny. But then eventually I come out of that and I'm like, okay, no, like we get to be creative. Like it's temporary. This is cool. But there are moments where I'm like, dude, but, but there is a truth to that at the same time. You know, that's kind of what the Buddhists are talking about life is suffering. It's like, I think there is like an inherent uncomfortableness about existing like at times, you know? Yeah. Was it you that shared this or was I, I think I might've seen a video that said, you know, along the lines of it's like a Buddhist teaching and I'm not saying that I'm getting this right, but basically when you accept that life is suffering, suffering ends. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh man, like I'm here. Like, it's like, I'm anxious as fuck. And like, I realized like, I used to attach it to stories and now I'm starting to think more and more like, no, it's just life. Like mm -hmm. life is kind of anxiety. And again, I don't mean that in a dark way at all. It's just, Cause it's like, when you accept that, it's like, you know, I think we resist it. It's like, oh my God, I'm anxious. I shouldn't be anxious. I shouldn't be anxious. I need to find something to like distract me or escape from this anxiety. But when you really just sit there with yourself, like, I am anxious. I am, this is freaky. And then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's how I feel sometimes. It's like, this is freaky. This is weird. And then it's like, okay, well, it is what it is. You know, it's like, it's over. I mean, it's not over, but you know what I mean? But when you try to like make it not how it is, then that's when, again, when you suffer. But when you're just like, this is 
really fucking a lot. Like, like I am physical, like I feel things, like my body is heavy, like humanity is nuts. Like hum we're literally in a loony bin, like, you know what I mean? Like out here, we just have fun with it. Have, have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like eternal spirits getting used to being in a ticking time bomb. It's like, what is this? You're telling, okay, so, so that, wait, this doesn't last? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but this keeps coming up for me. And it's like a little bit of a direction shift. A little bit. Should I hit you with it? Hit me with it. Lay it on me. <laughs> I want to know what this unlocks for you. I, I was like thinking this eclipse, man, this has been intense, dude. I can't wait to see the other side of this <laughs> in, more, in more ways than one. Like, I, I'm excited to see the other side. I'm also like, yeah. <laughs> But I was feeling boxed in, which is interesting because we always talk about that. But more like, I was like, no matter where I turn, there's a wall. Like, I'm running into wall after wall after wall. And then I was like, okay, maybe there's somewhere to turn and there's no wall. And I'm just supposed to walk through that way. Or maybe there's walls on every side and I'm supposed to break one of them. Or I'm supposed to just tr transcend the whole thing. And maybe the problem isn't that there's walls. The problem is that I put them there. Maybe the problem isn't that I'm running into walls, but that there's a wall where there shouldn't be one. We are so in sync. It's absurd. Absurdly divine. <laughs> Divinely absurd. Because literally, and I wanted to share this with you too. You know, I sent, because I, I sent you that meditation the other day, because I yeah. did it, because I was going through it and I found that meditation. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And it was like a guided meditation um, from Rising Phoenix Aurora about just connecting with your higher self and it really helped me but that was the message that came through it's so connected to what you just said is like and it really shocked me it really shocked me I had no idea this is what was going to come through because I was feeling this way I was kind of feeling that, that you know existential terror if you will and I was like okay let casually. me relax yeah casually nonchalantly very chillantly <laughs> um, <laughs> and, I was, and I was like okay let me just it's so weird. It's it. We are so multidimensional too, because it's like I I feel that where it's like one part of me is totally at peace and chill, and one part of me is totally freaking out and like, who? Where am I? Who am I? But anyways, the message that came through when I when I was like I felt my higher self like really connected. It's like, what, how did I don't remember exactly? If, I wrote it down, but it was basically like. Why do you fear the matrix that you created? Pretty much, it's like you designed this, and it hit, and she meant it meant in multiple ways. You know, whether you're talking about the organic matrix or even like the fake AI matrix, it's like, like I think it's about both. But it's like literally, we created this, like on a higher level. You know, it's like our, you know, God consciousness, our higher aspects of ourselves. Like we created this, we designed this. So why are we afraid of it? <laughs> why are you afraid of the matrix that you created? Dude, <laughs> what else could we even say? <laughs> I, my mind, I, I feel like you quantum leaped me like four times in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing leapfrog, just like, come on, here we go. 
<laughs> that is an accurate description of how I feel when we talk. Like literally in the most playful way. It's just like like what? Like wow. Why are you afraid? Whoa, that's so I'm gonna think about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> me too though. Like literally like my higher self told me that and I was like what? And like I mean like it, it makes sense, but then I'm also like, wait, but like what am I supposed to do with that now? <laughs> Again, it's just like Whoa. The thought that came in my head is you chose this. Talk about responsibility. Exactly. That's the part that's so hard. Again, like world bridging. That's like the thing that makes me think of is like literally we're like bridging the world between these very high aspects of our soul that literally did create and design worlds and this, you know, things like this. And then also this aspect and it was like, oh yeah, you know, I really feel like our soul's like, yeah, like let's incarnate into the hellhole. Like, fuck yeah, that'd be great. Literally. <laughs> I, I, it makes me think of this quote and I don't remember who said it because I heard someone else quote it. I know it's a quote. This is not my words, but this, it was essentially like, basically like we humans struggle so much because they take seriously what the gods created for fun. Do you know that quote? I've heard that. I can't remember who that is, but that is so good. I think maybe Plato. I don't know. I, I don't know. Something like that. But like, I was like, oh. <laughs> that is so true. And again, that brings like the piece of like trying to have fun with it, you know, trying to like have that um, more lightheartedness about it because that again, and, and that's, you know, I think a core of like something that's been coming for me and, and you shared a little bit of while of like some of these old like Eastern teachings or Buddhist teachings that can be really hard to understand, you know, um, especially I think like living in like growing up in the Western world, sometimes it's hard to understand because it's like, you really have to experience it to like, to really understand what some of these like seemingly, um, I don't know. Paradoxical, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, it and it is, it is, you know. So it's like detaching from these things. It's like, for example, like detaching from desire, like desires, but at the same time, that's also a desire to detach from a desire. So it's like, it's like just finding that balance of like, and I guess that's what's so excruciating to me sometimes. Honestly, is like trying to find that balance of like none of this is real and I just need to chill out and like enjoy it. But then also like, but I also am here to do stuff. <laughs> it's multi multi-dimensional aspects, right? Cause even, cause I think sometimes people are speaking from a, a vantage point or level of consciousness that it's not that what they're saying is not true. It's just that there are also truths all the way down too. So like, to go back to the victimized versus victim mentality, like it's true that you were hurt, but it's also true that you're very powerful. And that, you know, at, at that, at, if you're at a certain level of consciousness, everything is a choice. If you're at a lower level of consciousness, it's not necessarily true that you're choosing it consciously. So there are all these paradoxes, right? Where like you might say, everything's a choice. And then someone who went through something terrible is like, how could you say that to me? And they're not wrong per se, right? Because at that level, okay, I see you. And I think it's like when we can see every level, 
will not even be here. But, <laughs> you know, it's when we can see every level that it's like, oh, this and that, that and this. Not either or, both and more. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, huh, you know, we will die, but we won't die. Yeah. It's like we created this matrix, but we didn't. It's like, what? It's like your mind bends trying to hold all these different levels of consciousness, like in regards to the same truth, because there's layers to it. That is so beautifully said and literally, again, articulate something I've been trying to like put words to for so long, like what this is like. And it really is like that. And it's like, it's like the only way, the only way is to just be in it too. And to just keep being in it, which again, you can't not be in it. You know what I mean? Like you can maybe just, there's different paths you can take. You can try to distract yourself here or evade it here or do this or that. But ultimately it's like, you know, I think that's why it's so important to remember the simple truth of like your presence is your purpose. So even just you being in experiencing it, regardless of, you know, how you do react to it, how you do respond to it, you know, you're still doing that work. But then I think there is, but then there is like a level of like, I guess maybe mastery is the word of like when you're when you want to consciously be able to walk I guess like in mm. that but either way you're still being in it but I think that's the only thing though is like and that's what's so hard to wrap our minds around because it's like these different it's it really is so trippy and, and it can be so convoluted and strange and it's like but as we just keep walking the path more and more is revealed to us so true and it unlocked so many things i hope they don't fly away but it it made me think of like it might have flown flown away that's so good say it again reagan you gotta say it again it was so good <laughs> it's just like being um as we're being that is the evolution really it really is that simple is and that's what i think is so hard for the mind to wrap around another thing that came up earlier and i forgot but it's coming up again is like it's almost a return i feel like a part of it and this is just again how my mind frames it maybe this is just one of my stories but <laughs> it's um it's really like the return of also like the feminine energy that's been really like suppressed so much on earth and people it's it's so bad that people don't even understand what it is like they think like like, oh, it's women. It's like, no, it's not even that. It's like, it's actually just the, this energy that's returning. Because it's like, I think all of us, it's like, we're often so, when, we, when we're faced with like these types of experiences, it's like our reaction, our initial reaction is like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. It's like, oh, I'm experiencing weird shit. It's like, I need to learn this and I need to force my way through this. And you know what I mean? That very masculine energy, which sometimes is necessary. But a lot of this stuff, I find, that's why it's so strange. Is It's like, that is not the move. Because you're literally, like, you just keep, like, stressing yourself out. Like, a lot of times it's actually, with this stuff, it's like, you might it might actually just be being. It might actually just be softening. Like, softening is definitely the word for me. Allowing, you know, it's like, this human evolution is a natural process. And it is both that balance, you know. It's like, of being present and doing, you know, what you feel you need to do but definitely also in balance, like allowing and, and literally I swear my higher self 
in my own millennial verbiage literally has to tell me to chill the fuck out like all the time just chill out like literally just chill like just it, it's okay just be there's nothing you have to do so to me that's that kind of that feminine energy that's been coming back that resonated so deeply because it's there's so much truth to it. i think that's a huge part of the shift right where you know i think um as above so below so we've seen it on earth and you can see it in history and you see it in the world and we can feel it as women feel it in our bodies and we hold that suffering that pain um for for what's happened to the feminine energy and as a consequence really what's happened to women and it's like i'm not gonna lie i think it's almost like a her like it's not gonna be exactly chill and all the way soft because femininity isn't always soft have you ever seen someone hurt a mother's child like it's not always soft it's very corrective when it needs to be and yeah we're at that point so it's like this this yeah i think it's a huge part of the shift like where even god is only defined as a male aspect what does that mean where the main view of god is that it's not wrong to think of the, there being a male aspect but i would say it's not right that there's not the female aspect too what's going on that's a huge that's a huge reflect for me i'm like what are you talking about like only he what in the world <laughs> if we if we understand as above so below and even if we're understanding god through the prism of human experience a mother and a father so what where's the mother oh she's coming <laughs> y'all are about to meet her <laughs> <laughs> it's so true that's so true and you know it's going to be i think a, a real reckoning and it's even with women, we're having the reckoning of like that, that energy is flowing through us in a different way with a different potency. And we're like, what's going on? This is weird. And it's like, no, it's not. This is re it's being rebalanced, right? Like we're coming back into balance with what's more natural, which is like not just embodying this, this distorted and also wounded masculine energy. Because that's even what a lot of women are embodying is wounded masculine, not divine masculine energy. So like that's a whole other conversation, but what you said resonated so deep because it's like what's done in the dark has to come to the light. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So, so true. You know, and, and even, you know, even, even for like the masculine, like there's, there's been a lot, like a lot of just like that war control, like, you know, not, it's not, you know, I, not exactly divine masculinity. I mean, I think there is there if there was no divine masculinity or no divine femininity, we literally wouldn't even be here. So it's like you can't find it. But just the way it's been obviously so corrupted and inverted for both. But so like but for the feminine, it's almost just been like it's literally just been so I mean, that's just my true experience. You know what I mean? And obviously I'm not a feminist. I'm not I'm not any of these things. I don't label myself as any of these things. It's just that's literally what I see, you know, and I think that's pretty obvious, but like, so like the feminine gnosis, like the feminine wisdom, it, these are things that have been just so like lost, like literally lost. So it's like, yeah, we literally have to reclaim that, you know, like it's coming back in our soul, in our body. And I also really like what you said about, you know, cause it's like there, there is a softening, you know, there, I think there is a, a a softening of feminine but there is also very much you know I, one of my one of my most beautiful guides honestly that comes to me when 
when she needs to come to me is, you know, I shared before Kelly Ma and, you know, she is a huge mother archetype. Um, and she is the creator and she is the destroyer. And, you know, I think she's a bit misunderstood in some cases, but, you know, my actual direct experience with her is like, it's funny because she really is the, she is like the most pure, loving, but she is most certainly the most fierce, you know? And that's even like her mythology is like, she, there was like, I, I'm not super um, aware of like the mythology to, to talk, say off the top of my head, but basically there was like some horrible stuff going on and nobody could stop the evil that was occurring until like Callie Ma came through. And again, like purely in a protective way because it's, she's a divine mother and these are her children, she's, destroy like rampage you know what's so funny <laughs> what what came to me intuitively when you said she's the creator and the destroyer i thought of and this is not necessarily healthy and i don't condone this but when i was a kid my mom used to say i brought you into this world i'll take you out <laughs> it's not healthy but that's the exact the mythology and i didn't know it but it's like literally that she's like i brought you into this world i'll take you out of it <laughs> No. <laughs> crazy it's crazy it's wild so i definitely feel that i, I feel that it, it, I, it's like honestly when i feel the most like protective you know whether it, like i feel very protective over humanity honestly and it's like i feel like that in me personally comes from like a divine mother archetype kind of space because it's very much like you know, it's like a mama bear and her cubs, you know, not that I'm like the mother of humanity, but you know what I mean? It's like, I'm when I see people being violated, I literally want to, I think of Kali Ma because I want to literally breathe fire on people that hurt and, you know, innocent <laughs> people. That's how I feel. I know you're curious. I, it's just a funny mental image. I'm sorry. It, I know you I really am. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's hard to watch people be unfairly treated. It's really difficult. And it, it does create this like deep, anger right like how dare you treat someone like that you have no right to treat another human being like that or an animal or whatever it may be but i know we're, we're getting to that point where our brains start going to mush <laughs> but i i like i thought of a few things when you were talking earlier about being and presence and it's like you mentioned earlier like this contrast between the east and the west in terms of understanding and wisdom and knowledge i think it not to go on a tangent, but I think it ties to separation and there hasn't been as much of a separation from like ancient knowledge in the East as it has been from the West, which was it wasn't just happenstance. It definitely happened. And it's a whole other conversation. But I think it's like in this contrast between doing and being and, it, and the image in my head that came up is like when you're at the airport and there's that that conveyor belt, but like you can just stand on it and you can get to the other side. You don't even really have to walk. But some people do. But some people just get on there and most people walk, but you could just stand there and you'd still get to the other side. I think in the East, there's understanding that you're going to get to the other side just from being. In the in the West, it's like, I have to run to the other side. Are you proud of me, God? I did. I ran. And God's like, you didn't understand the point was that you were going to get there either way. Now you're out of breath for no reason. Like you could have just enjoyed it. You could have just experienced it. And you were rushing towards what? For what game? What did you think was on the other side? You know? That is a beautiful analogy. That is really, really a good analogy to, to see it as. Yeah. 
because I've been thinking about that one recently. It is interesting. And I think that, again, is part of, like, the evolution is for, like, the twain to meet. You know what I mean? The East and the West. It's, like, it's just that duality always all the time here of, like, these extremes. And it's, like, coming together and it's, like, you know, doing and being and understanding the wisdom of, of both. But, like, I guess it's also, like, being an, being an artist and choosing to create your experience, not just being, like, an automaton of, like, okay, you know, I was born in, like, western civilization where i'm like i gotta get up and go it's like do you really want to do that and experience that you can or do you do you want to try something else do you want to walk do you want to jog do you want to chill like you know it's that both and more keeps coming up and i think it's just that quantum energy that's coming through that's like it's just like annihilating this like duality oh man that's so real because i've been feeling that like so sick of the division man like and not too place judgment and then create more of that by having this intense emotion towards it but it's kind of it's just the opposite the opposite of energizing it's draining it's so draining why are we keeping we're keeping up these walls and this illusion and it's taking so much energy because now everything in the universe is trying to like dissolve it and so it's actually taking more effort to uphold this idea of this like superiority or hierarchy or better like there's no human being that is more valuable than another human being i don't care the age i don't care the status it's just not real that's such a weird idea that we have it's just such illusion and it, now it's actually harder to maintain the illusion with the shift we're all experiencing and that's like oh so many good things we could make four more episodes off the things we brought up in this podcast episode <laughs> just flowing no plan and and Reagan <laughs> rapping and freestyling and like dropping bomb truth bombs like whoa it's like I can't do it if I try it it just happens when I'm like oh, flowing and I'm like oh damn hey <laughs> that's really full circle though I feel like that's really full circle way to kind of like conclude it's like even just like exactly that's such a beautiful way to frame it as well it's like nobody's more valuable than another period and I think that's part of the mind control with like the being inauthentic or trying to be something or trying to fit in these boxes is because it's like it's just this like inherent conformity that we don't even realize that is in us sometimes you know just the programming we've all received you know growing up in this world where it's like and our soul is literally here to like come out all of it sitting there looking at the the clock that says now like huh it's about now <laughs> um well i wanted us to end because i love your mantra keep it simple i wanted us to end with like some simple ways that we can continue to embody authenticity as, as a conclusion of this conversation and i wanted to say reagan i'm just so grateful like your energy is so beautiful you're just such a beautiful being it's just been such a pleasure to have this conversation like genuinely genuinely oh man thank you so much thank you thank you and i feel the same way you know it's just like I am so grateful. You, you're so beautiful. Literally, it's like, I don't even have words for it. It, it really is just shine so bright. Like, just the love I feel, like, emanating from you. It's just like, wow. <laughs> we love each other. What can we say? <laughs> <laughs> That's why this is so beautiful, this podcast. Like, that alone, like, regardless of what we talk about, it's like, that love, I feel like that is alone. So, it's healing for us. So, I think that that's one thing I'll say is like the more you surround yourself with authentic people and people who embody love authentically, 
the more, you know, you feel that freedom to express yourself more fully. And, you know, the it's like, you know, the more you free yourself, the more you'll be around people who are free. And it's like this feedback loop that just keeps on giving. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's another great tip is like, again, like this is just kind of my, my thing lately is just have fun with it. You know, even when it's uncomfortable, like uh, just, you know, it's just kind of like, don't take it too seriously sometimes. It's like, because it is like, the thing about it is um, when you realize this, it's kind of, it's being authentic. It really is just kind of an act of self-love because it's like, again, like there, it's, it's just like being inauthentic. It just gets, uh, as you continue, even little tiny things, even just like faking a smile or something, like even things like that, what maybe it used to be kind of like whatever, more and more, it just becomes excruciating. I mean, I don't know how else to say it than just being your real self and like not catering to like um, the illusion, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's not helping you or anyone else. There's so many levels to what you just said, not catering to the illusion because there's so many illusions, but just keeping it like that. There's so many ways that a person can apply that. So I love that because it matches the keep it simple, like mentality, right? I think those are good. I think those are good. Like surround yourself, even if it can't be with the people you want to be around, like surround yourself with the energy that you want to be around, embody that and give it, you know, because you receive what you give. I think we are conditioned to think like I need to get it to give it but like actually in a way you give it to get it but you shouldn't do it transactionally but like that's how it works like if you give love it comes back to you like you know what I mean it's just what happens naturally so I love what I love that as an ending do you have any final thoughts Reagan yeah exactly um and the last thing too is just again can't say it enough being so gentle and so compassionate so loving with yourself as you possibly can be because that's the thing to just realize more, you know, for myself, you know, I'm really having to realize is like, literally, sometimes what you think is making a mistake, or what feels like is, you know, you're, you're not doing it right, that actually, as long as you're, you know what I mean, like not giving up on yourself, that is part of the process. It, it's just part of the process. You, you can't escape it, you know, it's just part of it. So just be gentle with yourself and keep going, you know, even if you're inauthentic, you, you, you know, it's like, you don't have to beat yourself up about it. Oh my God. It's like, again, it's like you were still authentic because you're still you. You couldn't not be you. You actually couldn't not be you. So you get better. You know, it just comes, it's natural. You know, it's like like the conveyor belt. You know, it's like you're going to get there if you just keep being. You're going to get there. So you are the gold. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So much love to anyone listening. Um, <laughs> I hope you are able to take something with you that resonates. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. So much love to all of you. And yes, all the blessings. Bianca and Reagan out. <laughs> <laughs>